Welcome, welcome, welcome to the FO Show. This is your boy Antoine, a.k.a. The FO, coming back to you with another live one. I got two guests on here, and if you can read, you can see that it's with Nick and Reese Peace. I'm about to have both of them up on here. We're going to talk about some stuff. I just found out a small little detail. The Reese Peace is a Chiefs fan, so I don't know about that. I'm about to cut her short. I'm going to say everything I got to say before I put her up on here. But, uh... Yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff, uh, just just adult conversation, just a chop session. It could go any direction that we want to go with it, you know. So without further ado, I would like y'all to um, welcome in Nick and Reese's Peace. What up, 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 what up. Got your little round of applause coming in. How y'all doing today? No, I don't, I don't appreciate you hating on the Chiefs. I well, you know, I told you I had to get it out before, but yeah, I found that out right before, you know. Number I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, KC, hey. It's all bang, bang, 90 gang over here, and that's how we go with it, you know what I mean? But I can't wait to get on the podcast next week or whatever. You're you, you going to have to, like, pay homage, so just know that. Pay homage to, to the losers? Okay, that's cool. Okay. yeah, That is absolutely fine. Because we're okay. not losing, baby. we not. Got my heart. For sure, for sure. So, hey, how about you tell us about yourself? Which, whatever one of y'all want to go first? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm 37, four kids, army vet. I'm in school and I'm just awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What about you? Pop, popping a bottle up in here. <laughs> well, one, I don't do sports. So, when y'all get to the sports banter, I'm just going to kindly revert to the bottle. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm 37, mother of three, 12-year wife, part-time serial killer, because one of these days I'm going to put that man out of his misery or mine. Just kidding. Um, you got to kill more than one person, though. <laughs> and don't be, don't be, uh, don't be, don't be admitting to uh, crimes on my show. <laughs> hey, kill him with love. Kill him with love. Right. I don't think that is a, a way of death. I don't think that's a thing that you can do, but that's fine. That's fine. Hey, um, I do uh, appreciate y'all coming up on here. It was actually them that approached me yeah. for it. You know, we could talk about some stuff. As you can see, the grown women, they have, they have, they have children. They've, they've, they've had careers, had careers doing all that stuff, you know? So these ain't just no little girls who don't know what's going on in life, you know? And the bottle, the bottle, the bottle has officially been popped, y'all. <laughs> hey, Nick, she she was just talking about killing somebody, and then you hear it pop in the background. Jump <laughs> oh, scare for me. Oh man, oh man. So we um, you know, we chopped it up a little the the other day. Was it earlier this week or last week or something like that? And I just like the uh the banter. You know, we went to some different uh types of topics. Um. I have certain things that, you know, I feel a certain way about as far as um, I like to talk to, you know, talking to women, you know what I'm saying? So we have, we all black, but we've experienced life differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we're from different parts of the world and stuff like that. So I'm gonna get into it by uh, one of the questions that I did want to ask, and uh, I chopped it up a little bit earlier to Reese is, um, and whoever wants to come in on this, and my question down there is, uh, how unbalanced is the job field for men and women, do you believe, from your standpoint, however it be you viewing it or you dealing with it, actually? I mean, the workplace is absolutely uh, powered and fueled and ran by men. Um, there's daily reminders as where they feel a woman's position should be. And there has been times where women have set the bar and exceeded it. Right. Um but there's often times where I feel like equality is something that's just never going to be fully achieved because, and this is going to ruffle some feathers, <laughs> men and women are not equal. They never will be. Each have their own unique differences about them and strengths that make them a man or a woman. Men cannot give birth. However, a woman cannot give birth without the seed of a man. So it's just one of those things right. where person can get to a mature enough mindset to understand a man and a woman will never be equal but when you are together you equally bring forth that power dynamic you know when you are a pair right until then 
it's just gonna be hey i'm a man hear me roar i run the workplace yeah reese um I had to say, I was a stay-at-home mom for seven years, so my point of view on that is different. Um, my ex-husband made it seem like, you know, my only job was to be a mom and be a wife. Um, it was definitely a lot of unfairness in the household. It was, no matter what, no matter how tired I was or what was going on, I still had to, this kid of mine, um, I still had to do what was um, my job. You know, I never got a break. I never felt appreciated. I never felt any of that. Right. And and he was just like, well, I work, I work, I work. Mind you, you know, he worked for a trash company. And he legit was off two days a week and sometimes more. And, or he got down early, but I'm still responsible for getting the kids on the bus. I'm responsible whether I'm sick or the kids are sick. So I feel like it definitely is unbalanced in that sense. Because people really feel like, oh, I'm off work, so I'm done for the day. No, no, right. sir. Get behind home and you help me because I've been here all day. And even once my kids went to school dental appointments, uh, doctor appointments, going on field trips, packing lunches, doing the laundry, because I did everybody's laundry. Except right. for he tried to help me because he said he worked and that was his job. You know, he was, his job was provide, but you provided it and I still had to pay bills. So again, I definitely feel like it's unbalanced. I feel like it's unfair because a woman's job is never done. Um, but once we're, once we do work or we don't work, like they, we carry a burden that's unfair, not, I hate it. Right. And I and I feel I feel y'all from that standpoint because yes, I could my job could be Monday. I'm just the the the, the breadwinner. My job could be Monday through Friday, then you know, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not at work, but Saturday and Sunday, your kids don't go nowhere else for two days. <laughs> then, then you ain't gotta, you know, take care of them or nothing like that. You still gotta do whatever those things are that's needed to do as far as being a parent and making that household run when you're there. So I can understand from that point of view, like how some women, like it be women or whoever, the person who stays at home be like, bruh, I know you're off, but it, the house is still here. These things are still here. So we still have to maintain these, these things because they're not going away on a weekend like your job is. All right. A man working and a woman staying at home with the children is on a paid vacation. You won't have to convince me otherwise. When you get to leave, for eight to ten hours a day and get money hey, for facts. doing it <laughs> okay <laughs> does not matter because once that ends and you come home you then pick up the reins in the home whether right. you believe no, mom for an hour or two so that way you're working <laughs> no seriously in no, all seriousness you, say, no, you, say you pick up but they don't they literally come home they Some pick don't. out their shoes they go wash their ass and they jump in front of that tv where they're watching the game or on the game or, or, or playing the game or they just go to bed. Bitch, you don't think I want to go to sleep? See, not that's that's, a, no. that's another thing that I'm, some I men got, don't I realize. Many years. I got a lot of... And this is not... Me. I can see. It's, it's one of those things where, I get it, you had a hard day at work, a client or something crossed you wrong, and you didn't, you know, you, know, you didn't have a good day at work. But once you come home, that is not your wife or your children's issue. Right. You can literally say, hey, I'm home. What do you need help with? Or actually, you shouldn't even have to ask because you should already come in the house and say, okay, dishes ain't done. Let me go ahead and get them done. Dinner's not already ready. Hey, did you, did you have an idea for dinner? Because if not, I do. You know, always be ready to be a counterpart, not not necessarily a uh, a mind reader, but these are discussions that need to be had. Like, for example, I usually like to tell my husband, even though he forgets every single time, and that's a mental load on me to have to remind him that I told him to the point right. I have to record it to let him know, hey, I told you this, and send him the recording so he can remember. I would say, hey, just so you know, tomorrow, X, Y, Z with this child and X, Y, Z with that child. He'll say, okay. Right. All right. I know. Then tomorrow comes, I'll send him a reminder day of, hey, by the way, don't forget this and this and this and this. And then the time comes and he'll be like, uh, did you tell me? And I'm just like, I did tell you. And it's the fact that I have to remind you three times and not just one time. It's a mental load on me that I should not have as one of the parents. You are equal parent. I am neither superior nor inferior. Hey, we are yo. equal parents. It, no, this is what I feel on that. You say equal parents. I feel like once a mom pops a baby out, you know, a woman pops a baby out, she becomes a mom. Once a man has a baby, he's a man, he's a boy, he's everything but a dad until it's time to look good in front of people. Sir, you don't look sit there happy behind down. I, I have to roll part. for that one. Nah. <laughs> so it's not just unbalanced in the work field. Like, it's just unbalanced in life and period. Like, 
I can't do the same things y'all can do because I can do all the things I'm supposed to do as a mother. I'm like, oh, that's your job, but let you do it. Oh my God, he's such a good dad. Oh my God, dad bought this, and oh my God, he's so awesome. See, that's and, but oh, do you think that? Do you think that that's more so because of what society, how no. society has pushed us that way? Because that's it used to just be. Yeah, I'm supposed there, to be the provider. You stay home with the kids. Me, I think me society, go feed all y'all. Get the hell on. I, I think society y'all. has a this lot to gay. do with this that. Is exactly why I like women now because I can't do this shit no more. Society is <laughs> that men are supposed to be the providers and women are supposed to be the homemakers. However, you have to be able to separate what period and time piece of society we're you know we're true. This is true because. If you take a boomer, you know, they were the dawn before the internet. So all the men of their era knew was go to work, you know, 40 hours, 120 hours a week when, you know, when the uh, economy was a lot different and they can build their, their, uh, their family at home, raise two to three children, put them all through college and retire and collect, you know, his little comeuppance that he paid into from social security. Right. Then you have gen z and millennials you know who we all saw in the internet the age of cell phones the age of going viral on the internet the age of pick me bitches the age of simps the age of all of that <laughs> where so the dynamic has since changed with men changing with them there's a saying that i heard on the internet hard times create soft men soft men create hard times it's it's a full circle because if you have everything through hard times and you provide it to your children and they never had to want, you create a soft child. So when times become hard for them, they don't know what the hell to do. You repeat a cycle that we're locked in. Uh So it's just one of those things. It's just like the society, the societal definition of a provider is no longer just a man providing for a woman. It's you're human, you're alive, you know you have to eat, you're in survival mode half the time, provide for you or yourself and if you decide to be with the person you got to provide for them as well because you're no longer i you're a team you're we okay and that's just my take on it because i mean men of old would already have you a house and put your kids through college these men these days they want you to go 50 50 on something that that was their idea transactional it's like it is a very transactional world you do for me i do for you sorry that's not how nothing in life works but whatever I used to once believe in a fairy tale, you know, I want to get married. I want to be a homemaker, bake cookies and cook and clean. And then I quickly realized I'm not that type of woman. I like to be in the dirt. Oh, I, I see on Facebook. So she under somebody damn house. Everything, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, I don't feel the desire to be a homemaker. I can be, but it's no longer my desire. So then when I, when a, when a man sees me out in the workforce, Something's wrong with her. She's broken. Oh, she's got to be gay. Oh, she's too manly. Oh, no, there's no way a woman like you could be in this type of or this line of field of work. You know, it's just one of those things. It's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't as a woman, period. Right. You wear enough flannel shirts. People going to start to ask questions about your sexuality. I get called. (laughs) (laughs) I get called, sir, on a daily basis. Uh, you my girl. She knows. She knows you my girl. But I had to come. I had to come with that. No, you know. I I, I quit. <laughs> I quit. It's the flannel shirt for me. I only own two. <laughs> oh, seriously. Like I get called. So when I when I go to work, you know, I'm in the field of construction and landscaping. Day, by the way, so. and I also you work for the United States Postal Services. So when I'm in my nitty gritty get dirty clothes, mm-hmm. I often come off masculine because i can't be out there doing that type of work and be the softest little doll baby you know I'm, i'll am i get ate up in a world of absolutely man, so absolutely i hear just grunting and heaving and hoeing with the rest <laughs> of the men i get called sir i fit in right with the bros right so you know for me to get out of that element and then come home and then be on a softer side i can't do that i just choose not to you know i have to have a husband at home that makes me want to step out of this masculinity and just become the soft, delicate pearl that I am. Come open this clamp, the, baby. The pearl. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, swap it over to a, a different type subject. And we had sort of hit on it a little bit when we talk about society or whatever. But my big thing is um, as far as social media. 
there's a lot of opposing views on this, but that's in how social media influence relationships. Now, I got my take on it. And my take is there is an influence there because of, of, of access that you have to different things. But that person, who that person is, depending on if they're going to step out, do whatever, allow things from people who are sitting on a phone somewhere in a dark corner somewhere typing stuff is going to allow that to affect the relationship that you have with somebody else. Now, like I said, this to me, I feel like it's about access. It used to just be dad. Dad had a stack of uh, Playboys or something buried in the back corner of the closet. You know what I'm saying? He went, got that out real quick and put them back up in there. But now, you know, we got this, we got this, 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 this rectangle that, that gives you access to Everything. the whole, whole world. You know what I'm saying? If I want to see a uh, midget porn, I'm, I'm sorry, or little people porn. It's right here on my phone. You know what I'm saying? I can find it. I got access to it. That's I'm just true. saying I could. It's a, it's a fact. <laughs> so it's just the fact that you can. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I think little people porn is the freakiest stuff ever. I don't know why. I'll be the first to watch midget porn. There's nothing wrong with it. I have watched it because I you you can't sit there and say your mind is not curious to see how certain things work. I mean, I guess I, I cross the line at Beast Alley though. I'm not watching no I animal. Mean, I've no watched a lot of stuff because I'm like, I wonder. But they say was it Rule Thirty Four or whatever? If it exists, is on the it's a porn for it. There is. There's True. a. That's so there is. All right, so um, so Reese, I'm gonna go with you first. Uh, what? How do you feel that social media has influenced? Not, and I'm not even talking about your relationship with 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 your significant other. I'm talking with your so, friends, with your with your with just people in general. I feel like it, it creates um, false hope. That's the best way to put it. Um, because you see, like, okay, I can, for example, my sister, her and her friends. Uh, since she you knows she don't let her relationship, all they do is travel. They take their kids, they do all this other stuff. Mm. But behind the scenes, baby, if you knew, if you knew <laughs> all the debt that goes on, if you knew all the drama that was going on behind all of it, if you right, they you show roses. You, know, it looks, um, they, you just start hearing something like, but I, because even I was like, oh girl, you living your best life, girl. She like this, that, and the third. I ain't got this. I ain't got that. I ain't paid this. You know, I'm waiting. Like yo, like, but that's not how it looks. Um, when it comes to relationships, I can honestly say, like actual that's that's friendship that we talking about like a couple i would have to definitely say that i'm not influenced by anybody i've actually go by what i've seen in real life between my mom and my stepdad my um my aunties and uncles my relationship i've had two failed marriages so i don't feel like when it comes to that for me it doesn't influence relationships i do feel like it influences a lot of other people's relationship like oh my gosh she got this excuse me oops Somebody can't you do this, that, what they call it, that they're missing out stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel yeah. like it's like false narrative and false hope. Like, oh my God, I just want that. Trust and believe that what you see is not what it is. I'm telling you, I know by, like, yo, our trip to St. Croix, we look like we having a blast. Yo, if you knew the headache behind all that, it looks fun. That's literally, I'm not going to show you the, why would I show you the bad parts of anything? Right. So I'm going to sell you, I'm going to sell you this dream. I'm, I'm going to sell the shit out of it. Not without yeah, not knowing that's the, the financial I went through, the mental and emotional problems I need to cause to myself or somebody else, you know, you don't know nothing. I just look cute. That's how you know. It's like, oh, she having a good time. Bitch, I'm probably ready to jump off a bridge somewhere. You have no clue. It's 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 fake. It's all fake. Right. And just like if I if I was to turn this camera 45 degrees to the left or right, you're gonna see all the workings or inner workings or whatever what I'm trying to put on right here. This is what you this yep. for you. This is the only thing you need to worry about. Don't worry about outside of there or outside of there. I'm just giving you what we know it's on your side of your screen, though. But what you got, Nick? Oh, no. Uh, one of the commenters, Amanda, was like, where's my drink? So I was handing oh. her through the camera. Yeah. So I, I don't know. When when it comes to social media, I find it as a mode of method, uh, you know, a method of uh, entertainment for me because mm -hmm. yeah. you know my sense of humor is slapstick, cut and dry, cutthroat. Dark. Macabre. I do. I do have dark humor. It's a little macabre, a little, little dark. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Over here trying see, to but, see. She's trying to sugarcoat it for social media. I'm nah, not sugarcoating it. I am not sugarcoating it. My okay. My morbid sense of humor comes from all of the trauma that I have dealt with in my life, and I feel like in order to get past that type of hurt, so you're not portraying that hurt or projecting that hurt onto other people, 
you got to be able to laugh at yourself and laugh at your shortcomings because Absolutely. you don't, somebody else is going to do it for you. And it, it might result in what she said, go jump off a cliff somewhere. <laughs> so before I allow another person to, in, you know, to dictate yeah. what I do in my life, I laugh at myself first. Nice. I would like to touch on that St. Croix trip that we had in January. Go ahead. On paper, it looked like everything was a blast. It was an absolute nightmare yeah. down to late flights, delayed flights, canceled flights. Miss flights, costume mishaps because they had for some reason we paid for one size and got a complete different other. Um, you know, it was just rent a car. Oh, oh yeah, delayed in rental cars. It was just it was a whole, whole cluster f of unnecessary things that didn't need to happen. Had people had clear communication, yeah. and despite all of the shortcomings of the trip, we still had a little bit of a blast. And we still sold it like it was, you know, shit covered roses or rose covered shit for a better term to people because we're doing it again in May. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You you didn't have some of that stuff out though, right? Like yeah, some of those those hangups, those things. Yeah, so th yeah this time, um, this time because we had a larger. Group, oh, we gotta gotta gotta, gotta cut some 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 have, some things off when you have in pieces but this time it's just gonna be two of us because with the you know with the virgin islands they have their carnivals twice a year okay um king's day in january and then the first week of may the last week of april in st thomas and so we decided we're going to participate in both of them because that's these were acts of liberation for us as women right uh, so in our late 30s you know mother rate mothers raising children who are old enough to talk back and it's just like we've we've had enough of being the mother to our husbands. So we were like, you know what, 2024 is for us. We are traveling. We went in January. We're going in May. And we got a cruise in September. Oh, we got trips. We're gonna be adding in between, baby. Trips on trips on trips. We, I got you. On trips on trips. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then Miami Carnival is gonna be over Carnival. that. Yeah. So if anybody wanna be friends with us, hey, just jump on the bandwagon. There's no bagging is crazy. If you scream to come off, you're not getting let off. And I have a problem when I drink my boobs come out. So just be prepared. <laughs> One of the commenters said that was a warning. That was a warning to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now, this has happened based off of uh, other factors that yeah. weren't directly reflecting us. So it was more so I was I was people pleasing, uh, family, and. Family caused a lot. I can't wait till y'all. I can't wait till y'all get y'all rebound trip. That's what y'all need. Cause I just seen her whole face when you see you there. Y'all need y'all rebound trip. <laughs> Say nothing. It's coming. Nothing. It's coming in May. It is coming right. in May. But you are a black woman, and a lot of times what comes out of y'all mouth don't even matter because we can look at y'all face. You you know what? So yep. I've been told I've got RBF Chrome. and. If I don't say it, my face delivers it. However, I have practiced. I've, I've had 37 years to practice a poker face. Her, however, has not. Her face will give her away before her actions or motions or her speech does. Yeah, I mean, they, I, can, I come from I come from a black woman. My my relatives have sisters. I have you know all types of black women in my family. You know what I mean, my oh, old lady. You smile. Pretty smile. You just had to just fuck it up. I was trying to be all cute. You messed it up. This you didn't have to try. You're doing this it. Is, this is why I have RBF because people just kill my vibe. So, killed by a compliment, ma'am. First of all, only unless it was given by a man. Y'all want to see us fight? If y'all upvote, we'll fight on camera. We're not gonna fight on camera. Look, I'm gonna smack it. Uh -uh. No, because I gotta, I gotta promote that. I gotta bring. I gotta promote that. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get that. I gotta get a date for that. It's pay per view right here. Sound like Rocco. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry, y'all. Hey, you can promote it. We'll even sell tickets. That's what I'm saying. I'll be the, the 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 new Don King out here. You gotta get the fro. No. Now see, there's a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm all for it. I wish I mean I can't wait to get myself. Y'all can see my fro, because nope. Yeah, y'all can't see. Now I'm a uh what 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 would y'all say to um both y'all got you got girls too right Reese I have two boys to girls I have girls. one girl. okay so what 
and three boys. I'm counting my husband as one of those boys. What do you What do you say to? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a forty year almost forty. I'll be forty in in April. I'll be the dirty forty. Aries, you Aries. Oh, I'm surrounded by Aries. What would you tell? And I'm asked if you had a daughter, but I'm gonna go to your son. What would you tell your sons about the um, just the because based on like social media, the way that the world is now, how a lot of females try to represent themselves now, younger generations. It's it's a lot of younger that younger generation, and and we know who their 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 influences are and stuff like that about not being taken up just by that. Big booty, big boobs, face beat to the gods. Is that a thing that they say still? I am I am I behind? I'm I'm always I have never had my face beat, so I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been in a couple fights. No, not, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> he's talking about makeup. <laughs> but, but, about. but but getting past, you know, getting past that because there's a there's a lot on both sides where you know you'll tell the 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 woman that you know make sure he he shows like he he has some type of get some type of value from you and a, as a male to have some type of value or anything like that what would you tell your son because i don't have any i don't have any sons i mean i have i have younger siblings i'm the oldest out of for my mom and dad 13 kids i'm the oldest out of uh, 13 no i'm the oldest out of 14 i have 13 younger siblings huh I think God gave you girls to punish you. Well, my daughters, my daughters are the, the greatest blessing that I have. So it ain't no punishment whatsoever. That is true. Until they I, start dating. Because they're going to date former yous. I don't, I don't think so. That's that's my, actually, because I got my one that's a freshman in college. And she's, she's, I don't see a dude coming and coming at her that way. It's just, it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, she's just type of person that she is it's just not that way but you know i still got I two more come i got some more coming up through the pipeline too so we'll see she, she changes so i feel like as a young woman maturing she's seen you in your old self and she's seen you as a new person that you are you know you since you've getting uh, gotten your new lease on life and everything i feel like she is old enough to where she can make those type of decisions to be like you know what i'm gonna be a respectable young woman based off of examples my father and my mother has shown me so and you know what you know what else i think that um I, I said this, but I was feeling myself and I was a little lit, but I remember this conversation that I had with this female that I, I did something and, and whatever that I should not have done or whatever. And all I told her was, I'm your lesson. I told this woman that I was her lesson and that was it. <coughs> it was very rude when I think about it. I was in my 20s still, but Wait, I told her that I was your lesson. He still continue on with the date or whatever? It wasn't no date. It was a... a Relationship? It was a, a f it was flingish. It was more flingish type thing. Situation. They was ducking. They yeah. was ducking. <laughs> right, right. But I did tell her when I I did tell her I did tell her yes. that you know I said I'm I'm your lesson. You shouldn't you should not talk to people like me currently as I was at that that point. In time. Don't you shouldn't have did that. And I hope you learned from this. To answer your question though, um, or to add to your statement. What, no, what would you tell your sons uh, oh. coming up in this day and age and, uh, you know, social oh, media and all that other stuff? One thing that I would adamantly tell my sons, you know, I have a 16-year-old boy and I've got mm -hmm. a five-year-old boy. That five-year-old boy is giving me an absolute run for my money right now. He's got 12 girlfriends and he misbehaves. He is like trying to catch water with a strainer or a colander. <laughs> and the 16-year-old who now has one steady girlfriend and... I basically, I've already had the talk with him. You know, the first gift I gave to him, it was probably very embarrassing. His actually, his dad gave him condoms, and I gave him, uh, you know, pamphlets and stuff to on how to get contraceptives for the girl. You know, if her parents, you know, whatever. Because sometimes right. women have this talk with their daughters until it's oftentimes too late, especially in the black community. You know, we've got a, a ep epidemic of young girls getting pregnant younger and younger these days. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Based off of a direct experience that I've had in my direct relationships, you know, in my marriage of how some men struggle with tapping into their softer side or their feminine side or whatever you want to call it, 
they're just showing this masculine, masculine, I'm a man, I'm a man, beats chest and all this other whoop de whoop. I told my son, if your girl ever approaches you with the problem, listen. Don't listen to respond. Listen and try to empathize and feel how she feels in that moment. This is how you show her that you are a man she can emotionally trust. Not just trust, but emotionally trust. Because I can trust you, but not trust you. I can trust you by driving me from here to point B. You know, but when it comes to, hey, I have a problem, I have a life secret and I need to share it with somebody and it's something that's going to, you know, it's detrimental to my emotions and how I'm going to react. I can't trust you with that. So I told my son, when you're dating this young lady, because he's been with her for almost a year now and I'm surprised, you need to be very careful on how you react because women these days, they're a lot more sensitive and you guys need to reset the narrative of what our generation kind of messed up, you right. know, cause our, and you know, we weren't handed everything and we had our asses handed to us. And then we had to fight oftentimes in survival mode to get half of the stuff that we got all my life. And then now the kids that we're having, which is Gen Z, Gen Alpha, Gen Alpha, we're providing them everything that we didn't have, not realizing we're essentially spoiling them and, you know, taking away from life lessons they need to learn. So I told my son, like, when you when you get in a relationship and if you eventually get married, don't always be that hard-faced man that you were taught to be. Sometimes it's very okay for a man to, you know, tap into his emotional side. I'm not saying cry and do all the other stuff, but I'm saying simply be a little bit more sensitive. Be a little bit more receptive to when it comes to handling your emotions because right. emotions are not meant to be kept in. And men oftentimes keep them in, and it leads to very, very dark places for men that they cannot return from. Truth. Not Jeffrey Dahmer. She said, oh my God, she said Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm not talking about eating people because your relationship fails. Jeffrey he Dahmer didn't keep emotions inside. Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer didn't have emotions. Have you ever been swallowed? Oh my um, God. Well, Lord have mercy. Um, so my conversation with my son is different. He was he's 18. Um it is different than yours. The one this morning or the one? This morning was not my fault. He needs a tidy wife. That's not my fault. Boy, if you don't go put some damn drawers on. God, Jesus. So my son will be 18 at the end of this. I hate her so much because that didn't even need to come up. Mind you, she told him to tape it to the side, but that's the hear of that. So we're going to go ahead and go on with this conversation. Can you imagine your son walking? And you're not even paying attention. You're just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, he just swing past you, eye level, and you're like, go put some drawers on. That will never happen to me, because I ain't going to have one, but. So we kind of free. I mean, like, he wear clothes, but he walk around with his shirt off. He walk around in boxes. I walk around in my bra and pants. We just, we just free spirit. If I saw my son dangling, I'd be like, go put the help. Put it the hell away, or I'm gonna I, cut no, it off. I recently seen Connor. I'm sorry, I'm subject. Lorena no, Bobbitt. No, Connor did not want to wash his ass. So you know what I did? I went in there with some soap and water, and I washed him good. He's thirteen. Hey, if you don't lift, and if you don't, hey. Anyway, so back to what you said. What, you, what, what was the question? What, do you mean about what would you tell yourself? Okay, so I think I re look. I think I raised my son to be pretty respectful. He's eighteen. Oh. He's had only a couple girlfriends. They only last about six months or so. But my son um, is not. He's a very respectful. He actually had a girl tell him she didn't like him. Excuse me. This is enough wine for me. Um, he said uh, a girl didn't like him because she just said he was too nice. He was too respectful. You know, it was like, good morning. How are you doing? How's your day? And the girl was just like, you're just too nice. And, you know, I just, I don't like that. Like, she don't even, she don't even understand. That's what she's going to be wanting. It, she's she's, she's used to ratchet. She's used to ratchet. No, no but it's, it's one of these. No, oh. one of these. Yeah. Hey, but hey, no, no. You just said something. I don't want to interrupt you. Now, I've. I've been I've talked to somebody about that situation. A lot of times with some of them, the ones on this side be wanting these, it's because they feel like we're more aggressive and well, more. I, and so I, then if they don't if they getting not that thing from what they were trying to get, they're trying to get a more aggressive, more was, I don't know. You know, and she didn't get it. She she okay. got a respectful young man. That should have had with sons more than daughters because the men are the ones that are supposed to be of the free world this this day and age anyway so i feel like the, the the narrative should be placed on the young man's shoulders on how to protect themselves how to protect young women so that's the conversation we and, have so yeah because of the conversation we had my son he, he's, he's about to be 18 there was a girl he's a senior she was a sophomore cute little black girl i mean very pretty um but my son just he was like i don't know if i like her i was like why well, he's like she sent me a picture 
and she kind of was in her bra and I could kind of tear her cleavage. I was like, well, that's, you know, that's a bit alarming. Definitely for her to be a sophomore because why do you even have a picture like that in your phone? Right. And it, like he kind of got to a point he just wasn't feeling comfortable. He's like, I'm about to be 18 soon anyway, whatever, whatever. I was like, well, no, let me meet her mom. Let's chop this conversation. Let her mom know, know meet you. And then he's just like, I don't even think I want to. He's like, I don't know why she sent me those pictures. And he, he really did just kind of just stop talking to her. So I've raised my son to be kind of leery of things like that because y'all still kids. And if somebody find a picture like that in his phone, and him at 18, you got to put my baby on the, on the offender list. And yeah, he, yeah. Fighting child porn. No, no, no. So mm-hmm. my son is very respectful. Um, my son is 18, about to be 18 is still a virgin. Mind you, mind you. I don't, gave be him put, a, don't be putting them all out there now. Give me incentive. I, my, my thing was, hey, baby, like, hey, because he's a straight A student. He actually got a scholarship mm-hmm. to Austin P. Um, We're doing a Tennessee Promise program. And all this kind of stuff. My baby is really smart. He wants to be a storm chaser slash meteorologist and all this other stuff. But I gave him incentive, like, hey, yeah, the girls are going to be there. But, hey, if I give you this amount of money, I'm not going to tell you how much, can you hold on to your virginity? My son is one of the most hung, money-hungry men I've ever seen in my life. But he, but you know what he is? Like I said, he's a straight-A student. He's got a scholarship. And he only... He's got goals. Yeah, he, definitely. That's what it is. He has goals. But he also wants to date a girl that's, like, clean. And, and I hate to say clean. That's not, yeah, yeah. Like, he don't want nobody. Like, I understand. Like, maybe you want to feel sexy, but my son's not looking for sexy. My son is looking for a girl with a good head on her shoulder that's right. got some going on. And I'm not saying these girls don't, but I mean, like I said, this little girl was gorgeous. I was shocked to even pull a black girl because every girl he done brought home was Asian or white. So I was just like, oh, you got your little me brown skin. Oh, so she was so gorgeous. So fucking gorgeous. And and then it's just like, he's just like, mom, I didn't like that. So I so I taught my son to protect yourself, not to, you know, overly sexualize women. I taught my son when he was nine, when he was nine, mm-hmm. what a girl's period was. And that is not something funny. If you see a girl that something that happened, hey. I was like, if you want to, I can let you start carrying pads and tampons. He's like, no, it's not that. He's like, but if I do see something, I don't make fun of it. Like, my son has been taught to be respectful to women. He opens doors. He'll race me, he'll race me to a McDonald's door to make sure I don't have to open it. Do you hear me? So, it's I taught my son a lot of things. He's I mean, setting I, an example for his sisters as well by being such a respectful nah, him, man. Nah, them girls, he was slim adorn their face. So <laughs> I swear, he could push oh them down God. the steps. He would. No, his sisters are totally different. No. Okay, you said that he will do that to his sisters, but at the same time, children in the same household, no matter how much they annoy each other, they still soak in the good values and the good qualities of their siblings. Which Kayla, facts, because Connor is, is literally trying to follow in Jalen's footsteps, and every now everybody wants to be a straight moose. A student. I'm like, oh my god, she can't right. stand moose at all. Mm-hmm. She'll shut the door in his face, but every once in a blue moon, you'll be looking around his house. Where in the heck is Moose? He in there, snuggled up in the bed with his sister, and all three of them, her and my niece, and Girl, they're they watching go, the They will all be sitting on the floor watching anime or playing video games. If y'all don't go get your asses in the bed, but yeah, so I taught my son to be respectful, and it's not. Um, it's not reciprocated by a lot of these girls. A lot of, like I said, they think he's too nice. Oh, he actually, he actually, his yearbook, they voted him the most quiet senior. So that lets you know everything you need. Dang. To, yeah, the most quiet senior. The quiet? The quiet. They need to come to your house. I ain't never, I ain't, <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. I ain't never got, I ain't never got accused of that. No. Being quiet. Loud. Yo, I'm still loud. There are people who don't like me from high school till, still to this day because I was so loud. Bitch, I'm grown. I was voted most likely to succeed. No, I wouldn't. And boy, that. did I show them wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't vote well, nothing. I did eventually succeed, but in my late twenties. Success, success is success is relative in my head. It's relative. It's it's what you what you what you put out that you wanted. Those boxes you wanted checked. If you check those boxes, that's 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 good. If you feel like you good at this level, somebody else need to go to another planet to be successful. By all means, but. I feel like it's all success is whatever it is up to you, what you feel it is. That was good. Okay, wait a minute. So we said our sons. Can we talk about our daughters now? Because I, I got one. I was, I was, I was flipping in that. Because I, I, I got one. I got two 11 year olds and Lord. But I, I was going, but I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you. So <laughs> I was going, I was going to tell you because it's called the FO <laughs> show. So I'll start all the stuff first. So check this out. So with daughters, <laughs> with daughters, right? I'm about to move out this bra in a second. It's hot. Hold on. Now, this 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 for kids still. Kids, I want the kids to watch it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm hot, though. So, no. so, as far as, so, as far as the girls, I, um, I feel like my, my daughters, they are, they are intelligent and they're, they're, they're always at their level 
or slightly above when it comes to like their mindsets of stuff. So I'm going to always give them, I'm going to give them whatever I have. Yes. I don't want them to date a 20 year old Antoine, a 20 year old Epo. I don't want them to date that, but I also don't want them to get, to get a code. I don't want them to skin their knee. All those things are going to happen. And those things need to happen. You're going to need to get that code for your immune system to build up. She's going to have to mess with that dude that's just a, uh, an asshole to, to let her know that these yeah, flags, right. these things right here are, are, are some things to look out for. I can't, I'm not going to be able to tell her all those things. Mm-hmm. She's going to, she's going to, she's going to deal with it through, through experience, through, through, you know, having friends who've gone through it. I could give her a little bit of it, but a lot of the stuff is going to have to be experienced. And I feel like I could tell my, um, if I had a son, I could. I feel like I could tell him more than I could tell my daughter. And it seems like I should better tell my daughter more because I'm on the side of a dude Why? who. But I don't know how these kids think no more. They, they, they. Their mindsets are so much different. They, yeah. I, I don't think they could think that much because they're cutting off all the circulation with their pants. So they ain't... <laughs> Kenny James, yo, I hate him. Yo, something else. Yo, I'm over things. I ain't, he ain't lying. I'm over them shits. So, but you know, that's just. That's just the way I feel about it. I I I do think that my my daughters will make educated decisions. I know that they're gonna mess up also, but I feel like at this point in time, this junction <clears throat> with how they're going to tra- their trajectory as far as learning and everything like that, I feel like they're on a good path to making those good decisions eventually in the end to find that person or whoever it is that they're gonna be with. Mm. I feel like um, I mess my daughters up is what I feel like. They're 11. Uh, they're twins. Uh, one of my daughters has, because, okay, so their dad is who I was, uh, my second husband. And they are polar opposites when it comes to what our relationship showed them. I got one daughter that's like, I, well, they both say they'll never get married. Um, they just don't ever want to be married. They don't ever want to live with a man. They don't want any of the problems that me and their dad went through. I'm like, that's not, that's not true. There are happy relationships. There's just that and the third. Right. Um, but they're only 11. Um, but I do tell them like, you know, be careful boys to do this, that, and the third, you know, some boys only, only want something, but at the same time, females only want something, but they're in fifth grade. It's Mariah and Maya. Uh, Maya, no, when I say no interest in boys, no interest in nobody. She like her sister and she like her family. That's it. She her and her twin are disgustingly close. Now, Mariah, on the other hand, had a little boyfriend last year and it was just so cute. And now they're just friends, whatever. Now she got another little boy that she's talking to. And, you know, and she's just like, no, we're, he's my boyfriend, but he's my friend. He's this and the third. And I'm just like two different ends of what what my volatile, because it was a very volatile, um, toxic relationship with me and their dad. And it's just like to see how it affects them is crazy. Because one of them's like, yeah, I, I would love to date. And another one's like, nope, I'm good. Nah, yo, your ex-husband is Jeffrey Dahmer for real. First of all, it's not my fault that he sit the way he sits. He look, <laughs> it's not my fault. No, I need to know. Like, Hold on, I need this, to know this. I need to know this. Listen, no. <laughs> like, no, I met my ex husband in the army. He was like, yo, he was fun. I don't even was, know how he served in the army either. Because, uh, because, because I don't know. Look, I'm just like her tell the story. I don't know what happened. <laughs> let, me, let me hear this. <laughs> Listen here. I hate it here. I'm leaving. I'm Listen quitting. here. Matter of fact, my phone died anyway. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it in. Plug it in. She said she quit. <laughs> We've invited this man to every to everything. Even though I'm divorced, he's been invited to block parties, birthday no, parties, out to the club, everything. And if he does attend, he sits there in the back quietly, in the middle cushion, not in the corner, <laughs> not on the side, not to the front, on the middle cushion. Mm, I fucking hate her. So back much. straight. <laughs> Just back. I don't even. That's that's. It's almost like he has a back brace, like he has a backboard behind him, shoulders squared perfectly straight stares at the tv probably blinks every minute or two like this man is stereo killer or something he just sit there and you can speak to him you can give him a hundred words he'll give you one and a half yo and he was like that entire relationship i'm like oh i feel this way agree to disagree bitch how everything's agree to disagree dude you're like a son he is like Pluto. What's funny is you saying that though. I'm literally he's light as fuck and I'm dark. He's and I'm the sun. And he's Pluto. No, what I mean, I mean your energy, like your yeah, her no, energy no, is like knows. unmatched. She is like the sun. Okay, 
like one of the things that drew me to her in the first place was the fact that she can match your energy. She could take it down there. She could bring it up there. Or when you get super morbid, like I like to get morbid, she matches that shit. And most right. people get morbid, they be like, oh yeah, um, so I'm 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 gonna go now. Hell no, she matches that shit, and I love that. I did different shit. But it's dude <laughs> all my life. It's like she's been married to herself. Because yeah, there's yeah. no way no, her energy was that. married to that. Yo, I tell people all the time, I was a uh, I was You a was married to yourself. Mother. I literally tell you I was a married single mother. That's literally what I used to tell people all the time. Make it happen. Damn. Yeah, but I'm, 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 I just exist. I'm not that awesome. I'm not. I'm just here. I'm not going to add to that subject because I don't know what to tell my 11-year-old. That little girl just me. She gives me this thing called the bombastic side eye. Girl, and I just body, walk I'm away. So <laughs> I just walk away. The bombastic side eye. She loves, yeah, like she loves art. She used to be a bubbly little thing, and now she's going through this. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's puberty. This phase of, I just want to be locked in my room and walk around with headphones on. And I didn't have that space to, you know, express myself growing up. So I give her a little bit of leeway to do so. But if I feel like she's taking more than an inch that I've given her, I reel her a little behind back in. But for the most part. She's not shown me any interest in boys. Like, well, I, I've asked her. I was like, you got any little boys at school that you're interested in? And she just, gross, mom. Ew. Yo, my ex- And I'm like, okay, little girl. She was like, ew, Yo, I'm not wait. gay. And Yo, I'm like, there's something wrong with being gay. But she's like, no, I don't like anybody. I like all my friends and that's it. I like my friends. Maya told me she was like, she doesn't like anybody in her class because everybody, including her, is spit. <laughs> They're what? They're spit. 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 Spit your education. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about. I don't know about all the, the new lingo. No, that's what she said. She said she don't like nobody because everybody, everybody, including her, is spit. Right. Everybody. <laughs> I was like. Oh, so she she's saying that they're doing something for mankind and not gonna try to even reproduce or <laughs> nothing like that. We go. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the other. I was talking about the other kids, though. Wow. My, my kid is a part of that. She said, "Look, look, we all, hey, y'all, we got to make a decision. We can't continue this. <laughs> <laughs> we are the future." No. Um. She came to me and said that I was, but like, my wow. humor is dark. That was kind of dark. <laughs> what am I supposed to tell her? I just said. Okay, that's the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard from me. Let me y'all like, yo, we all spit. Okay, all right. You gonna tell her that's the dumbest shit? And then she was like, you see, mom, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> laughing, but yeah, that that spit comment was uh, that was out that was out of pocket as well. Wow. <laughs> Tiktok. I hate Tiktok. I hate y'all. Yeah. Well, ladies. Boy, I'm about to wrap this up. I d- want to do this again. Right. Hey, part two. Uh, I know we chopped it up the other day. We talked about, you know, close-knit relationships. I mean, you probably want to save it th- for the next episode or whatever. Close-knit relationships between, you know, say people are dating and their children develop a bond. Right. So in the event that that person decides not to continue on dating their mother or their father, would you allow the children to still have said relationship? Like, is that something you want to touch on now? Or is that something you're going to do on the, ne- the next episode? I like that for the next episode because I could I could go somewhere with that. Yeah. Okay. Me okay. too. Hey yo. Same. Well, well, this was fun. I was not not man being a step parent sucks. No, don't. I my, I am a step parent. Hey, yo, we talk about this. I'm telling you, I'm actually going for like a whole other two days. We I'll should save that for the next uh, topic when because the next one? hey, let me know when the next one because this is wild. Because I do have a little bit I would like to add to that because being from the Caribbean and this is where we can you know bring our different backgrounds and see how the differences are, but how we can come together with it because I'm from the Caribbean and I have half siblings. Right? I have half siblings. Those are cool. I've yeah. never heard the term half sibling until I moved to mainland America. Because me and my older sister have the same dad and the same mom. And my two younger sisters have the same mom but a different dad. You're still your sister. But we were raised as sisters nonetheless. Oh, that's all my siblings. 
Yeah, like when, it's only when we got here to mainland America where they'd be like, oh, it's just your half, your half sister. I say my daddy's kids. And I'm like, yeah, wait, what? You could unclaim them? Like you could unclaim half of them? Listen, I'm like, they've been my sister the whole time. So I know, but I'm just saying, it's just one of those things that like it goes to show, which would be a very good topic for Black History Month as well. It just goes to show the differences culturally across the different uh, shades of black and different ethnicities of black oh, uh-huh. the different uh originations of black you know black with afrocentric um background actual afrocentric background you know because you're mainland he born did, but you've got you've got caribbean you just roots said I wasn't black enough. that's what you just said i'm, I'm, no. I'm too black for the black folks not black enough for the black folks it's you are exist. but then you are <laughs> treated like an outsider because of your accent growing up so it's just it's just I'm one of those sorry things i pronounce my er's i am so sorry that's yeah that's 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 just i'm just saying it'll be a good subject hey yeah i can't wait to next what this next week next couple days shit i can do this tonight what's up <laughs> No, we're, we're doing it again. I've, uh, I'll schedule something. I, I wrap it around my work schedule, so. I mean, we will do it. I, I loved it. I enjoyed uh, it. And we Because it's going to be, it's somebody going to be mad come uh, Monday, well, late Sunday night. What? Me or, me or, <laughs> me or her. <laughs> I hope it's, I hope it's her that's mad. Hey, 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 look. We, okay. Hey, you want to make a bet right now? I don't bet on my team. But um, <laughs> they gonna lose. You don't want to bet because they gonna lose. Anybody who knows me, anybody who knows me knows that I I feel like that's bad juju to bet on your own team. Okay, no, I, mean, I just don't bet. Them. Super Bowl. How many how many times have you been to Super Bowl lately? We got more Super Bowls than Kansas City, so it don't matter. Since when? Since when? Have y'all more total? In, this 20, in the twenty first century? How hey, what, what's your closing remarks, sir? No, 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 no. <laughs> We ain't got we ain't got none, but it's okay, about to right. change about to change in less than 48 hours. But everybody, thank y'all for listening to the FO show. My guests Nikki and uh Reese Peace up in here. They popped that bottle. I seen that she 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 came alive. She came alive when that bottle started getting popped. <laughs> bang, 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 Niner gang. Hey, thank you, ladies, for coming hey, up hey. here. We definitely going to do it again. Yes, Thank sir. you for having us. And like I said, thanks for listening to the FO Show. Peace.